0: Original social media called Joe Thomas in the morning on anything.
1: What are
0: you really? I'm Batman, Seville 1075 and 1260
1: WCHV. Up in the morning and out to school.
0: The teacher is teaching the golden rule. Joe Thomas in the morning, and you know, here's a, a, my next contributor, if you will, guest uh, has been referred to as Eloquent erudite and passionate uh, by listeners who have emailed me and said, who is that person? I rarely get that. And, and I've, I've talked to some big name rock and roll stars. Uh, and uh, that is uh, what people have said in emails about Nicole Athy uh, and the organization that they're putting together in Albemarle County to push back against uh, critical theory and, and the uh, use of the Southern Poverty Law Center as an academic uh, instructional institution in our schools. Uh, Nicole is back online. Good morning. How are you doing today?
1: Good morning, Joe. It's great to be back, and boy, thank you for the compliments, everyone. Very nice. Well, um, my
0: my listeners, when they like somebody, uh, they're <laughs> they're not shy about it. Uh, but uh, <laughs> it, and I, I want to give you your website right at the onset. It is care c a r e uh, dash a c p s dot org. Uh, this is all the Albemarle County parents who are getting together. Uh, how is the how has the uh, almost uh, uh, and picking up of folks to go along on this quest uh, been going so far, Nikki?
1: It's actually been incredible. Since the last time I was here with you, we had literally stood up the website the night before. And here we are now with um, tons of volunteers. We have a strategy. And I would love to share some of the developments in that quest. to restore responsible education here in Albemarle County, if I can.
0: Absolutely. Um,
1: So first I want to say thank you to you and your listeners. We've had tons of people reaching out to us, praying for us, volunteering. We've had nearly 400 citizens sign up a petition that denounced racism while highlighting the significant concerns that we had with just a pilot program in Henley. Of course, the problem goes much further. Mm. But there's a lot to be encouraged about. Uh, We're seeing a growing awareness. We're seeing more discussions happening organically around our community. Um, but you know what? We're also seeing the predictable bullying tactics from activists who can't bear to hear another point of view without feeling the need to destroy the person who dared utter it. So we, we, some, several of us um, have experienced, you know, there was a call to action and initiated against several of us. There have been campaigns going after our positions of employment. We've been called racist. Threats to the community, threats to children, segregationists, fearful idiots, conspiracy theorists, bigots, you know, it goes on. But I don't bring that up to complain or discourage anybody to speak out precisely the opposite. Um, But what I'm bringing it up for is it begs the question, what leads people in a society to immediately... Fracture and polarize when simple questions or challenges are brought up, and in my opinion, it's it's a lot to do with this constant din of identity politics that we hear about. Um, And so, if grown adults, this is the this is kind of where I'm teeing up what I want to bring up to you guys. If grown adults instantly get sucked into, uh, I'll call it discord without debate, what can we expect to see if we allow our schools? to inundate children on a daily basis with this indoctrinating identity-based curriculum. It is our opinion that it will be worse than what we see in adults. Uh, Children are not at a a cognitive state to be able to tell um, that they're being taught something that that truly is um, founded on a a nonsensical premise. Um, So what I wanted to bring up, my first point, the first point is do you know what your children or your grandchildren are actually being taught. And based on what we're hearing, we are recommending that you ask very pointed questions to your children and your grandchildren, because some of these programs, they literally, the rules of the road are, you know what, this is a circle of trust. uh, What stays, what we talk about in the classroom stays in the classroom. So you need to ask, you need to engage them um, because the, uh, what we're hearing about are stories about children who, it's outside of necessarily stated curriculum. So even though the parents might have an idea of what curriculum will be taught, um, they're they're being exposed to these probing questions, materials that degrade the import of what they learn at home. It's subtle and not so subtle, but it invites children to question what their parents are teaching them. Um, now, I'm not saying that, ch- that teachers are bad or have malintent, but what I... I propose is that when you live in an echo chamber like the education system that's so far outgrown its original role, it's only a matter of time before a prevailing ideology starts starts pressing itself
0: on children across. Nikki, let me ask you this yeah. because you know we first heard that about midway through COVID, you know these Zoom classrooms, uh, teachers were all of a sudden starting to tell kids, "Hey, listen, you know I know we're all here on this website, but this is private. Uh, don't discuss this stuff." And and it was concerning, but we didn't have really a a, f- a focus as to why things like that were being said yet. At the base of it, I point to our economic, our educational achievement. Kids are graduating from high school incapable of reading, incapable of doing math. And it seems like at the macro level, the Board of Education is fine with saying, you know what, that's just fine. Uh, they showed us their work and we're going to let them go on into the community without the tools necessary uh, to get by. And that's scary. That's 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 an abdication of what a teacher's responsibility uh, is, isn't it?
1: Oh, it absolutely is, and it's it's about to get worse. It is about to get worse, and uh, if I may, that is exactly one of the reasons I wanted to come to talk to you. We we talked before about the anti-racist policy. I didn't even go into how bad it was, but it is really bad, and there's been a bunch of things that have kind of um, spawned from that, but what we're about to look at is the strategic plan for the Albemarle County school system is is up for vote in July. And it is so important that you read this. This, is, this will codify all of the equity, inclusion, all the, the cover words for critical race theory. Um, and it is so important that you understand what's about to go down. So that's one of our biggest fights right now.
0: Um, okay. And what I'll, I'll share right. what
1: my assessment is after reading it. So I will tell you.
0: Hang on to that one second. I want to get your first blush, Mm -hmm. but I've got to run up on a break here, Nikki. And then when I come back, we'll get into what your thoughts are on it in just a moment, okay?
1: Yep. Stand up for dissident journalism. I never gave you the impression that I might be interested in helping Laszlo escape. Joe
0: Thomas in the morning on Seville 1075
1: and 1260, WCH.
0: Joe Thomas in the morning, Albemarle uh, County parents, Charlottesville parents rising up. Um, you know, and I, I said this the other day, Nicole Athy is on, uh, one of the folks who have put together this movement that's growing by leaps and bounds. Care-acps.org is the website. But after watching what happened at the Loudoun County School Board meeting on Tuesday, I, I can't imagine that Kate Acoff or Jono Alcaro are going to show any enthusiasm for in-person Albemarle school board meetings anytime soon. <laughs> what have you heard?
1: You know, I'm glad you bring that up. We are really not taking the same approach as loud, and we're happy that they're bringing this stuff forward, but we, we're not looking to be super combative. We are looking to be effective. So what we're... Um, what we're trying to organize around is an actual strategy that leverages the, the system and beats them with the system with it that way. So like I told you, I read all 320 of the policies uh, of the school board. And I will say that again, 320 policies Jeez. is outrageous if any, we want to talk about being too big. but Any of those policies, to- oh, yeah.
0: Nikki, any of those policies say anything about teaching kids how to do math better?
1: Uh, no, uh, not really. Uh, <laughs> that, 320 that's sort of the policies is not is a is single the curriculum. Yeah. Mm.
0: Uh, sadly typically. I'll,
1: I'll, I'll add an ad- anecdote. I spoke with a math teacher, and this is um, sort of interesting. And she said how this is not something new. It's sort of been ongoing. We know that. You know that. Um, it's about to be codified with the strategic plan. But let me give you the anecdote. It was, um, we used to teach math with problem sets like, you know, Timmy took five apples out of the basket of ten. What percentage of apples does Timmy, Timmy have? She's like, now it's, they're like, what's Timmy's fair share of the apples? So when we talk about an ideology coming into things, and then that, if, if you've taken and morphed a, a completely objective subject like math that way, just imagine what we're going to see or are seeing in the more subjective like history and social studies they don't even call english class english they call it language arts. so what we're looking at now is the strategic plan and what i'm here to tell you after looking at these uh these policies and um the strategic plan draft and the anti-racist evaluation report reading between the lines or in clear print what we can look to see is and this is my assessment but i I'm I'm pretty sure what we're gonna see, as soon as that strategic plan is passed, we will see a sweeping um, set of reforms through more policy and curriculum such... I think that we're gonna see requirements for earning credit for graduation will include identity, equity, anti-racist focused curriculum, and I think they're gonna be integrated in a way that parents cannot opt out. And we've heard so much out of some of the, the staff and administration. Um, I'll go so far as to say to the degree possible, I think that they will change the homeschool policies and alternate education criteria. Uh, again, that's my opinion. Those are the types of things we absolutely are trying to, mm. to get fought um, yeah. against. You know, it's just not an innocuous document. It is vast. We put this on our website for with the authoritative sources mm. where you can go and look at it yourself. Look at what, right. what we're currently looking at. The strategic plan, when you go to your school and you open the handbook, that's what It says, what's our vision? What's our mission? What are our goals? And what's happened in this new strategic plan is an outside consultant came in, so you can assure yourself that this has nothing, no reflection of what our community looks like. It has no reflection of what our community thinks education is gonna be doing. What we're going to be looking at is what does an outside equity type consultant have to say? Here's an example. Uh, the portrait of a learner, and this is very this is very telling. The the Albemarle schools sort of say this is what a portrait of a learner is. You know, it used to be very focused on uh, excellence in education, more traditional, critical thinking, mastery of materials. Now the focus is and it's um, out of five out of the eight tenants of a portrait of a learner, five out of eight, sixty-three percent, it's now, and I'm quoting these are actually um, the the portrait social justice and inclusion, anti-racism, adaptability, empathy, communication. And so doesn't that make you think that a child is actually a ward of the state, that their character development needs uh, to be managed by the state, and there is a policy for character development in the school?
0: Nikki, let me um, ask you this. How how are you supposed mm-hmm. to score that? Because it's one thing when you give somebody a math test and, okay, out of 100 questions, you got 75 right, which was about average for me. Uh, and so that's your grade. Uh, how This sounds like the development of the old social credit score that we see in uh, communist China.
1: Yeah, it does. I, you know, I don't know how they're going to end up... Um, getting into the specific scoring um, there is a policy on it but I think that I think that is one that um, was purposefully deferred for update until after the strategic mm-hmm. plan but that's exactly the kind of thing Indeed, that yeah. there's all kinds of alternate grading criteria that's coming um, and it's it's not written down yet but you can kind of you can read between the lines and see that's where we're going. We'll, we'll
0: fill this in later. Hey, Nicole Athey, uh, one of the parents who's ra- rising up in Albemarle County about this, uh, care c a r e dash a c p s dot o r g. You can read this uh, document there. Uh, what's coming up this weekend? Do You have any uh, get-togethers, Zoom meetings, uh, you know, or just you know people emailing you and and joining in.
1: You know, what we have, uh, we've established um, some protocols for bringing people in and making sure that they're actually, you know, um, sure. the right the right mindset, not trying to degrade. Um, but we basically are starting some new member meetings. Um, but if you go to our webpage and you sign up, first of all, read the material. Sign up. There's an easy MailChimp um, personal subscription. Um, there is a, a school board meeting on July 8th if you can mark your calendar if you're so inclined. To speak up and then the last thing I want to mention and this is to dovetail from what Lindsey Burke from Heritage said is how important local politics are we are going to we are looking for people who would consider running as a writing candidate for the school board there's three positions open and if you have it on your heart that you would consider it we can tell you what it is what's involved how we can go about it um, and and we would absolutely support um, any, anybody who would consider running
0: well that's a you know uh, there was a su- you know actually an albemarle board member uh, one is a write-in uh, sally thomas no relation uh, one is a write-in uh, as a supervisor so it is possible nicole we got to run thank you so much for everything again it's care-acps.org you have a great weekend
1: thank you Fox
0: News and the forecast coming up after local news first. From the Automated Office System Studios, WCHV, AM and FM, Charlottesville.